and we'll get into the Word. Father, we thank you for the truth of the Word of God. Lord, I thank you that it transcends denominational backgrounds or upbringings. It transcends even, Father God, our own intellect, our own understanding. It transcends even our own belief of it. The Word of God is absolute truth. Jesus prayed in John 17, said, Father, your Word is truth. I thank you, Father God, for the truth of your Word. The reality, that's what that word truth really means. It's reality. Your word is reality. Everything else that comes up against your word is, is an inferior reality. Your word is reality. It doesn't matter what we're feeling. It doesn't matter how things look. It doesn't matter even what friends say, relatives say, enemies say, or doctors say. Your word is our reality. Your word is our authority. Your word is our voice of reason, of comfort, of peace, our reality. And we thank you for it this morning. And I pray, Holy Ghost, that you'll, from this atmosphere that's here, move on us and under, cause understanding to come to us and illumination to come to us. And let us see and understand, Father, who and what we are. And we give you thanks and praise for it in the holy and majestic name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Well, you're going to have to say amen for the folks that aren't here this morning. Amen. Hey, that's better. First Corinthians chapter 2. Turn there and let's get into the word this morning. Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 2. We do thank you for the word, Father. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. Everybody say, I didn't receive the spirit of the world. Isn't that good news? <laughs> but the Spirit who is from God, for a purpose, that we might know the things which have been freely given to us by God. We know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Man, part of the job description of the Holy Ghost, more than just the ability to be able to pray in tongues, glossolalia, more than just praying in tongues, but having, having understanding, having instruction, having revelation, that the things that God has given to us. Do you see the need for that today? I mean, that's an important thing for the body of Christ to have an operation in their life. He is an important part of the Godhead. He's absolutely still a part of the Godhead and still active in the earth today. Praise God and bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. But it's important for us to have the Holy Spirit in our lives ministering to us the things that God has given to us. Yeah. And again, I'm picking up on where we left off on Wednesday, and I'm not beating anybody up, but you know, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's an interesting problem if we don't read the Bible because we'll forge our own opinions. And I'm not talking, listen, I just want to put this out there. I've had conversations with a few people this week. This message is not me preaching at you. I don't do that. This is God's desk. I would not do that. I think the people that do that should have their breath taken away. This is, I'm serious, this is a big deal. So I'm not preaching at anybody. I'm man enough to tell you right to your face if you're wrong, which I did and I will. I'm talking to you about the word, all right? So what I'm about to say has nothing to do with the several conversations that I've had this week. What I'm about to say has everything to do with every aspect of life, and I'm not saying it for the benefit of the conversations that I had, okay? Some of you are like, what? And others are like, okay, thank you. We forge our own opinions if we don't have the Word of God. We try to do things our own way. We try to believe things our own way and establish things our own way if we don't get into the Word of God and find out what the Word tells us about things. 
And so we have to elevate in our own heart, in our own mind, the authority of God's word. It's never going to be able to be elevated uh, higher than it is right now because he has put it in the place of its own authority. But in our own art, in our own eyes, in our own mind, we have to lift up the authority of his word and say, hey, bless God, if the Bible says it, I am. If the word says that I am, then I am. Are you here this morning? Yeah. And it's important for us to have the Holy Spirit ministering to us and working in us and helping us so that way we can know the things that God has given to us and caused us to be. We started talking about charismatics. Unfortunately, word of faith people, just they say word of faith, but they're, they're really, we're not Bible students. We should be Bible students. Well, you're thinking, man, I was glad that when he stopped harping on me on Wednesday. Well, guess what? He's back. <laughs> We need to be Bible students. We believe for some reason, because we're Holy Spirit-led, or we say that we are, and because we're Spirit-filled, we believe somehow that there's just going to be some magical download into our spirit. And that is not what happens. You don't just sit there and pray and say, well, bless God, Holy Spirit, you said, Jesus said that you're going to show me everything, so I'm not going to read anything. You're just going to have to open up to me like you're watching a movie. That's not what happens. As you're faithful to study the word, he opens the eyes of your understanding so you can grasp the truth that he's trying to communicate to you. He already knows it. He's the author. Are you here? He already knows it. He's the teacher. He knows the subject matter. He's just waiting for you to show up to class. Well, what does that mean? Crack the book open. Read it. Spend time. Talk to him and fellowship with him in the word. But the charismatic folks, the spirit-filled folks, Unfortunately, we don't have very many solid theologians, so we have to go to different denominations, and most of them, they're good theology for the most part, but they're lacking the reality of the need of the Holy Spirit in their life. So it's like the very thing that we have and have no idea how to put into practice or put into play, and that is the person of the Holy Spirit, they're preaching against, but yet the rest of their theology is decent. Wouldn't it be good if the body just came together? You do know that God had zero intention for any part of his body to be segregated. He didn't mean it to be segregated white or black. He didn't mean it to be segregated man or female. He didn't mean it for it to be segregated based on their, uh, their ideologies or opinions, denominations. People say, you preach about denominations. No, I don't. I preach about the church. And there's not denominations in the Bible for a reason. Denominations started... Because people couldn't just read the Bible and say, well, this is what he said, so obviously this is what he meant. Were you against all denominations? No, that would be foolish. But are they scriptural? No, that would be foolish. They're not biblical. We are one body. The body of Christ. He didn't break off some truth for some folks, another truth for other folks. He said, this is the truth. This is your reality. Live it. In denominations, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but whatever. Denominations came about because some people said, well, I don't think I like that. (laughs) I'm not positive I like that, so I'm going to go ahead and just step over here and separate myself from reality and just say, well, that doesn't happen anymore. It's It's truth. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just telling you the truth. Preachers should be truthful and tell the truth, right? What are we talking about? We're talking about studying the word. The, the, the spirit-filled church in particular needs to get back to knowing the word of God, studying the word of God, knowing the scriptures, knowing what we have. 
And uh, if we would do that, if we would be faithful to study the Word of God, then God would bring revelation and instruction to us to help us. Yes. Amen. 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 Look at your neighbor and say, he's preaching better than your amen. We're talking about the things that have been freely given to us, and we started talking about this, and I was teasing with Pastor Dana and Pastor Art this morning, and I said, what if I just gave 86 points this morning? Just get your pencils ready. What if I just gave you 86 different verses this morning? Things that I confess over myself and over the church every day. I don't do it religiously. I just go through the line and I confess the things that I am and the things that I have because I'm in Christ every day. And I'm getting my mind renewed to those things, getting my mind refreshed to those things because my mind, the carnality of humanity is enmity against God. That's still the same today as it was when it was written by the Holy Ghost. Your thought processes that are contrary to the word are still contrary to the word. They're enmity against God. It's important for us to know the Bible. Amen? Amen. So we've got to be students of the word of God, and we've got to know what it is that God's telling us. That's right. So that way we can know who he's made us to be, so that way we realize what we can accomplish. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Did you know that you reign in this life, not in, not in, the, not in eternity? Amen. You'll reign then too. Yeah. Not in the millennium, you'll reign then too. But you reign in this life. That's what the word says in Romans. Amen. In Jesus, I reign in this life. In Christ, I reign in this life. Today, right now, I reign in this life. Amen. I have authority. Amen. Amen. You have authority. We have authority. We walk in newness of life. That's how we can reign. We walk in newness of life. We're alive unto God. We talked about that on Wednesday and said the Bible tells us we should reckon ourselves dead indeed to sin and alive unto God. In Christ we've been made alive unto God. We're dead indeed to sin. Are you here this morning? Yes. In Christ we have no condemnation. We've been made free from the law of sin and death. Amen. We live by the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It set us free from the law of sin and death. In Jesus Christ, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 16, I'm a child of God. 17, I'm an heir of God. 17, again, I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. 32, I freely receive all things that I need in Christ. Hallelujah. How about you? If it works for me, it's got to work for you. Amen. In Christ, nothing can separate me from the love of God. In Christ, I'm more than a conqueror. Why? How? Through him who loved me. In Christ, I'm sanctified. In Christ, I'm enriched with all wisdom and knowledge. The Holy Ghost has been given to you so you would know these things. It ain't going to come in a dream. I said it won't come in a dream. It'll come by reading and reading and reading. And re- the Bible says, Romans 10, 17, now faith, now faith cometh by hearing. Hearing, 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 and hearing by the word of God. Amen. In Jesus, I am righteous. In Jesus, I'm sanctified. In Jesus, I'm redeemed. In Jesus, I will be resurrected. In Jesus, I have victory over death. In Jesus, in Christ, through him, in him. All of the promises of God to me are yes and amen. That's the word. First Corinthians tells me all the promises. 2 Corinthians 1.20. All the promises of God in him, in Christ, are yes and amen. All of them. 
well, you know, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. I wish that that person would have never wrote that song. You know, furthermore, I wish that the person who wrote it wouldn't have ever written it and never get it to anybody who sang it. No, God's greatest gift is salvation. Right. And what salvation brings, the redemption. Yes. What redemption brings, righteousness. Yes. Amen. Amen. These things have been given to you by the Holy Ghost. These are all positional truths. Every one of them. They're positional truth. They're, they're for you and in you. You own them and they belong to you simply because you have faith in Jesus Christ. Now, whether or not you act them out, whether or not they benefit you, other than just the fact that they belong to you, whether or not you get them working in your life, that's the discipline of the individual Christian. Well, Pastor, why do you get up every morning and why do you spend time confessing this over you and the church? Because I want it to benefit you. Amen. I want it to benefit me. Yes. I believe that where the word of a king is, there is power. Yes. A king should rule and reign by decree. Amen? Amen. Jesus tells us that in him, the Apostle Paul rather says, that we're established. The Apostle Paul is talking about the tribulation and trial that comes down the road. And he says, but in Christ, he'll... he'll He'll establish you. He'll ground you. Yes. That's good news for me that I might be in the middle of a battle. I might be in the middle of a trial. I might be going through a thing. But you know what? It's going to come to pass so that he's going to ground me. He's going to establish me. He's going to bring, he's going to bring establishment to me. Yes. Praise Amen. the Lord. I'm anointed of God in Christ. I'm triumphant in Christ. I'm a, free, I'm a sweet fragrance to God in Christ. Amen. My mind is renewed and enlightened in Christ. I'm a new creature in Christ. I have the ministry of reconciliation in Christ. I'm an ambassador of God in Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm just telling you scriptures. I figured I'd just tell you 86 of them. You say, boy, they never read the Bible there. I gave you 86 verses in 30 minutes. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I live by the power of God. I have freedom in Christ. Yes, yes. Amen. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. <laughs> Praise God. I have the blessing of Abraham. It came on the Gentiles in Christ. I'm a son of God. Again, I have faith which works by love in Christ. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Amen. I have been chosen before the foundation of the world in Christ, pre-designed to be in Christ. I've been pre-designed, not predestined, pre-planned, pre-designed. I've been pre-designed to be in Christ before the foundation of the world, before the earth was framed. He chose me in Christ. I'm accepted of God in Christ. Praise God, some of us need to get that. I have the life of God in Christ. I sit in heavenly places in Christ. I have the exceeding riches of God's grace and kindness in Christ. These are my possessions. You ought to leave today ready to go charge hell with a water gun. <laughs> One preacher I've listened to over the years, he says, the spirit of faith comes on you will make you swing out over hell and spit in the devil's eye. Swing out over hell on a rope and spit right in the devil's eye. The spirit of faith just comes and rises up. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It just builds us. Man, this is me. If we could just stop saying what we think. I know I've already taught you on this before, but it's an ongoing thing to get our mind renewed. If we could just stop saying what we think. 
and start saying what we know. Well, what do you mean? Well, knowledge comes to your spirit by the Holy Spirit. In Christ, I have all wisdom and all knowledge. Knowledge, knowing, comes by the Holy Ghost because we're in Christ to our spirit. An epignosis, it's a spiritual understanding, a spiritual knowing, a revelation, an impartation, an illumination. What we do is we look at ourselves in the mirror and we say what we think. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. I know who you are and I'm the same way. Can someone say amen? That we, we do think about ourselves in a certain way. That's why we have to have our minds renewed, to think what God thinks about us. Yes. We don't have to think that we're just a hopeless situation, that we're never going to make it, that it's never going to change for us. No, on the contrary, we can start to say the things that we know that we've received yes. from the Spirit yes. of God. Why? He's given us the Spirit of God that we would know the things freely given to us of God. Amen. I didn't receive the Spirit of the world. I received the Spirit which is from God. Amen. Why? So I could know the things that have been given to me of God. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. We gotta start saying what we know and stop saying what we think. Yes. Once we get our, our speaker hooked up with our knower, our believer, then we're gonna start confessing the word of God concerning us. Amen. Get our brain shut off. Praying in tongues is a is a supernatural head bypass. Yes. Right. He said, How be it when I pray in tongues, my mind is unfruitful. But in the spirit I speak mysteries to God. Yes. We gotta bypass our mind until it gets washed, renewed, regenerated. Amen. Thinking different. You say, well, you go to church, you'll get brainwashed. Well, if, you're, if you have any luck, you will. <laughs> that's, the, that's the point. With any luck at all, if you're not careful, you will get brainwashed. Thank you, Jesus. I want my mind renewed, washed with the regeneration of the word of God. That's scripture. I want my, mind, my brain washed. Amen. With any luck, I have the exceeding riches of God's grace and kindness in Christ. I don't have to just say what I think. I can start saying what I know. Amen. Praise the Lord. Did you know that in Christ I was created for good works? That's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. You are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus for the good things that he's prepared for you to do. 2, 8, 9, and 10, for we are his workmanship. 10, we are his workmanship, recreated in Christ. You're created for good works in Christ. Hallelujah. Not I'm worthless, I'm no good, I'm just a dummy, I'm just this, I'm just that, I can't never do, and I'm never gonna, and it ain't never gonna happen for me. Stop saying what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm preaching good in this church this morning. Did you know that I'm being built together for a habitation of God by the Spirit? So are you. I keep saying we, I should be saying we. We is, is accurate, whether we believe it or receive it or not. We is true. We have all boldness and access with confidence before God, Ephesians 3 says. Amen. <laughs> Did you know that we are shining as lights? Remember I taught, uh, I guess it was a month and a half or two months ago, about holding forth the word of light. We shine as lights in the world. Shining as lights in Christ. Shining as lights. You just can't help yourself. It's positional. It's like if you're an American, you're free. If you're in Christ, you shine as a light. Just how, how potent, how bright is your radiance? 
Amen. Thank you, Pastor. You're helping me. Well, praise God. In Christ, we're strong in the power of God's might. In Christ, we have the high calling of God. In Christ, we do not worry. You ought to hear that again. In Christ, we do not worry. We do not fret. We do not fear. We have peace. In Christ, we do not worry. Philippians 4, 6 says, we do not worry. In Christ, we have the peace of God which passes all understanding and all knowledge. In Christ, I have the peace of God that guards my heart and guards my mind. In Christ, I have strength. In Christ, I can do anything. In Christ, all my needs are met according to God's riches and glory. In Christ, I've been delivered from the power of darkness. Praise God. In Christ, I've been translated into the kingdom of God. In Christ, I have redemption through his blood. In Christ, I have forgiveness of my sins. In Christ, I'm reconciled to God. I say it every day. You ought to say it every day. Yes. I can give you scripture for every single one of them. I have them written right beside the, the common. I have all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in Christ. I'm made complete and perfect in Christ. Boy, you're going to have to rip Colossians 2.10 out if you don't believe it. Complete and perfect. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. That doesn't work, Kim, if you say, well, I don't have. Yes, you do. You have everything you have need of. Why? Because you're complete and perfect. Well, you know, bless God, I just have this thing. It came down from my family, so I'm a diabetic, or I have cancer, or I have heart disease, or I have this or that or the other, because, you know, it's just, it's just inherited to me. It's been given to me. It, it comes through the bloodline. No, you're complete and perfect Amen. in Christ. Amen. 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 Yes. You know, people get into generational curses, which whatever. Nothing that my parents had, which to my knowledge, they don't have anything. Nothing that my parents had, well, nothing that my grandparents had is going to come down from my parents to me and to my kids. I'm in Christ. I'm complete and perfect in him. Well, you're just sucking on a dream pop and living in the dream world. Yeah, I know. I know. The dream pop's really good. You should suck on it too. It's the word of God. I didn't make these things up. Are you here? Colossians 2.10 says, In Christ I'm complete in him. I am perfected in him. So are you. I say it over you all the time. In Christ, your life is hid in Christ. Your life is hid in Christ and God. In Christ, you have abundant love. It doesn't matter what you came out of, what kind of family situation you came out of, problems with your parents or problems with the person who raised you or abused this way or that. Praise God, you're set free, and I'm so sorry that you dealt with it, but you can still have perfect love. Receive it and give it. You can still have perfect love. No matter what you face growing up, coming up, being raised, it doesn't matter. You're in Christ now. The old is gone, the new has come. Amen. 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 In Christ, I've obtained eternal glory and eternal salvation. In Christ, I'm saved to the uttermost. I have eternal redemption. I have an eternal inheritance. I'm made perfect in every good work. Actually, Hebrews actually says I've been made perfect for every good work. But we use the word in every good work. I've been made perfect for every good work to do his will. In Christ, I have abundant mercy from God. I have a living hope in Christ. I have joy unspeakable in Christ. I'm a priest unto God in Christ. Here it comes again. I'm settled. I'm settled in Christ. I have a foundation in Christ. I have a security in Christ, an assurance in Christ, a firm foundation in Christ. I'm settled. All the wind's going to stop blowing. You're settled. All the wind will stop. The waves will stop. The storm will stop. The problems will stop. Wind, Pastor, I don't know, but they will. Why? Because the Bible says that they will. And when it's done blowing and storming and having all these issues going on the devil is just trying to intimidate because that's all he can do is intimidate us 
He has no power and no authority to do anything but intimidate us. And if we step out of faith and into fear, then he'll have an open door to be able to do what he wants to do. Stay in faith. Have the faith of God. When the wind stops blowing and the storm stops huffing and puffing and the big bad wolf stops blowing, you're going to be settled. You're going to be grounded. You're going to be steadfast. You're going to be immovable. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In Christ I have fellowship with every believer on planet earth. In Christ I receive the anointing which teaches me all things. In Christ I have the spirit of God. In Christ I have overcome the devil, the flesh, and the world. In Christ God dwells in me. There's more. I should just stop right there because it makes me cry every time I say it. I don't have to chase after him anymore. He moved inside of me. I don't have to do all the works, keep the law and be perfect to try to trace him down, to try to track him down, to try to grab a hold of him, to have just a moment of his time. He made himself so accessible to me. He moved inside of me. Amen. God dwells on the inside of me. I have the love of God. I have no fear. I've overcome the world. I have victory. I have understanding. And I know God. Turn to 1 John chapter 5. Those last four things I just quoted are all found in 1 John chapter 5. God dwells in us, church. And the best thing is, is he chose to do that. He didn't have to. He just decided he would. 1 John chapter 5, verse 20, it says this, And we know that the Son of God has come. And we know the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him who is true. I know God in Christ. And we are in Him, in God, in the Father, and in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God in eternal life. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true. We are in him who is true and in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God in eternal life. Amen. Amen. We have not received the spirit of the world. The Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 8, I have not received the, body, the spirit of the uh, of bondage again to fear, but I've received the spirit which is from God. I've received the spirit of adoption by which I cry out, Daddy God, Abba Father. He says in his letter to the church in Corinth that we've been, we have not received the spirit of the world, but we received the spirit which is from God that we would know the things that have been given to us. None of this is opinion. This is all right in your lap if you got a Bible. It's a confession that I make over myself and over the church constantly every day. Every day. Every day, every day. Why? Because I believe that there's power in the words that we speak, and there's way a lot more power in the word than just in the words that we speak. But I say we're a word of faith, spirit-filled church. The Bible says, what is it that the word of faith is near us, even in our mouth? We believe, therefore we speak. Our faith's voice activated. So I say these things not wishing on a star, not like I'm throwing a penny in a well. I say these things because I'm believing that the faith that I have in the Word of God is going to splash over into me and into my circumstances and into my situations and get on those that have brought themselves under the leadership of the Holy Spirit first, Jesus Christ first, 
and then my leadership as their pastor. I'm believing that there's authority that I have as you give it to me in Jesus, and that I'm able to speak life over you and speak the word of God into you. You don't have to thank me. It's part of my job to do it, but you should know it. And I'd encourage you to get the CD and go through and just highlight all these verses in your Bible. Write them down on a piece of paper and just say them over yourself. And if you dare, say them over your friends and your loved ones and your family. Say them over me. Amen. I'm going to close here in just a moment. and I just want to take a minute and say this. Sometimes we look at the Word, and we've been so pre-programmed to think a certain way about ourselves or our own condition. And I know it's true because I have been as well, because I'm a human. And we look at these things sometimes like, that's not even real. <laughs> There's no way that it could be that good for me. It's okay, you're, you're, this, is, this is the family of God. We're amongst brothers and sisters. It's, it's not a problem to feel like anybody's going to judge you. Anybody ever felt like that? There's no way it can be that good for me. I'll raise my hand. I know I felt that way. And say, man, there's just no way. I mean, I know it says it. We're all in the same. I know it says it. I can't deny it. I know it's there. I can't deny it. It's right in my hand. It's right in my lap. I look at it all the time. It's there, but there's just no way. I want to encourage you, and this is something that every one of us have battled with, and every one of us will battle with, because the enemy tries to come and lie. Jesus said immediately the thief comes to steal the word. The devourer, he's coming to steal the word. Man, you got some word this morning. He'll come to take that immediately. When? Immediately. He's not going to wait till tomorrow morning when you're tired. He's going to come immediately to get the word. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't want you to get the word. And so I want to encourage you, really lean on the person of the Holy Spirit. Well, Pastor Brian, I don't pray in tongues. Well, it's not even about that right now. We can, we can deal with that later. It's not even about that yet. But right now, lean on the person of the Holy Spirit. You won't break him. Lean on him and just trust him. You're going to have to, these unbelievable things that I've read, some of us, 15, 20, 30 years, unrealistic, these stretches for me. I believe that our heart, I, 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 in fact, I know our heart is, we want to believe it. <laughs> We want to just be like, that's me. I mean, that's what he said. And it takes time for us to get ourselves out of the way. Because we know us. We know what we do in the dark, and we know what we've said last summer, or whatever that movie is. We know the things that we've had problems with. We know our tempers. We know our shortcomings. We know our failures. We know our issues. We know our insecurities, our inconsistencies, and we know But those things don't have any bearing on who you are. Those things are just trying to make you what you shouldn't be, what we shouldn't be. They're trying to make us something that we're not. Who we are, what we are, is what he said. It's the reality. His word is reality. Father, your word is reality. Jesus said, I am the way, the reality, and the life. So I want to encourage you this morning, lean on the person of the Holy Spirit. Well, how do I do that? Well, here's the application. Wake up in the morning. Holy Spirit, I need you to to make this real to me. Make it real to me. I can see it. It's in here. I know it's in here. Make it real to me. I need you to make it real to me. Don't shy away from pressing in to the truth of what God has made you to become. 
in the absolute, absolute, absolute most humble position you can be in, in earth today, is for you to say, I'm every single thing that Jesus Christ has made me to be. Because you're saying right there automatically, I'm not this on my own. I didn't make myself these things. I'm every single thing that Jesus Christ says that I am. I am I'm no less, not one thing less than what exactly what he said that I am. And I know that we don't look at it this way, but he died to make us these things. He didn't just die to get us to go to heaven. He died for that reason also. But there was something that took place between his death and our going to heaven. And that's being born again. That's being made the righteousness of God. Being overcomers. Being more than conquerors. Being unable to be separated from his love. There's all of these things that he has died to cause us yes. to be so we can enjoy them. Yes. Why? So we can give them away. Yes. Amen. Amen. So I, I challenge you as your pastor, start saying this over yourself. And lean on the Holy Spirit to change. Stop saying what I think. Lord, I don't want to say what I think. I want to say what I know. Bring revelation to my spirit. Amen. Amen. Did you get anything out of that this yes. morning? Yes. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for the reality of what I am and what you've made me to be in Christ. Thank you, Father, for the Spirit of God living in us. Thank you for the Spirit of God teaching us. Thank you for the Spirit of God helping us. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that this body of believers would get a hold of these truths. Not just for ourselves, but for the purpose and the intent to give them away to others. We thank you for it and praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you.